0: Yes. Well, here we are right in the midst of Navaratri and the equinox and the Jewish New Year. And what else? Everything's converging at once. Eve.
1: There's Eve coming up as well on the 2nd of October.
0: Wow. But
1: yeah, we're in the middle of Navaratri now. So that's pretty big.
0: Yes. Day four.
1: Day four of Navaratri and for those listening if anyone's not familiar with navratri it's an indian festival when we navratri nav is nine and ratri is nights so the mythological story of goddess durga and how she fought the demons for nine days and nine nights and then on the 10th day she was victorious but that brings in the theme of the planets at the moment yes around the season it's I when i
0: love that yeah Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the
1: sun's, no, no, sorry. I don't mean to be talking over you, but yeah, when the sun's just entering Libra, we're at the equinox, we're balancing mm -hmm. our energy and the forces, the days, nights are of equal lengths. Mm -hmm. So it's what's happening with us energetically and in our lives. Something's reaching a tipping point, balancing point.
0: Yes. And it. I love this theme of the balance coming in or just finding this, you know, just the polarities going on right now between the force justice versus war, basically, or harmony versus peace and harmony and, right. Um, war and peace, war and peace. Yeah, exactly. And, and the forces of, um, yeah, like everything, all the different inner, good
1: and evil, dark and light, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's us finding that balance within. So, then we can be that well then we can channel that Libra energy creatively, which is Libra is a very creative sign. That's but right. If, if it's not balanced, then you're not being creative, you're being destructive because then the sun is in its
0: fall, right? And Libra? Fall or detriment. detriment right. So it's it's um detriment. Right so it, it's weakened unless it, it 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 wants to partner up or get the approval of others or kind of get the permission i think of the partner or, or whatever the right whatever the external force is that then right harder for the sun to radiate that kind of independent individuated energy that it it can when it's you know exalted in aries the opposite exactly um,
1: but that's the beauty of astrology is like we see that every sign contains its opposite i mean it's just the extreme other end of the axis mm-hmm. axis so mm-hmm. you know it's recognizing that even in Libra, yeah, it, it represents the other and our dynamics with others, but then ultimately it's how there is no other. There is only the self. Yes. So it's finding that balance within. And the we're
0: self. so much with this with with these extreme polarities now, I think, between self and other.
1: Yes. And we are coming up on a Jupiter you're in this opposition which we wanted to talk about a little bit
0: yes, yes we're feeling that already too while jupiter's at the you know in the final days of being in the constellation of libra i think that's an interesting kind of finale for yeah. this ride it's kind of like what is the unex- it goes out of the bang yeah. yeah what's what's the unexpected shock factor that's coming in this week that we can't of course predict because that's the nature of your you can't predict
1: exactly i mean if you think it it's probably not that right <laughs> right right but, but one like one helpful kind of take up, huh? absolutely i mean the one helpful way would be i don't have the exact dates but i can pull them up is to, we've had this is the third and final opposition in yeah. libra and uranus yeah so cool. the first one took place in december around the 28th if i'm
0: not mistaken yeah let me just double check i think that sounds right Oh, I don't have
1: that. And then yeah. I'll, I'll look it up, but I, I, look, I, I researched it just recently. So I think it's around the 28th was the first one. The second one was on the 3rd of March. Okay. And that was one day before the Venus retrograde on the 4th of March.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: And then now we're having the final one. So one helpful way would be to go back to your life and look at a process that, you know, was unfolding at these times. You're going to find a common thread. Mm-hmm. And especially in the part of your child that's ruled by libra that's ruled by aries the part of your life rather yeah
0: those those um
1: mm-hmm. so if we look at that that will give you some sort of a sense of what well i again with Uranus, i wouldn't want to say expect but a story that is continuing or is reaching its culmination yeah where you finally
0: to, yeah, yeah the final blowout or blow up or breakthrough. Well, it's more like probably a breakthrough of the tension of the opposites. Absolutely.
1: And all of this leads up to the full moon, which is really going to bring a culmination to this aspect, right? There'll be more, it's like something just blows up and then the revelations come through.
0: So we have that full moon coming in just next week, isn't it? No, It's
1: on the 6th of October.
0: I guess it's not. Is that next week?
1: It's on, uh, I think, well, it's about 10 days. We've still got a week and a half, I think.
0: That's right. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah.
1: So without getting too far ahead, maybe we can get into the Jupiter-Uranus a little bit because Pluto stations direct as well at that time.
0: Oh, yeah. So we're dealing a lot with cardinal energies right now. Aries, Libra, Capricorn Cancer are really feeling this, I think.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I guess we could talk about the full moon along with the Jupiter-Uranus because it's on the same axis. Yeah, sure. But one touching point which we want to talk about is Venus and Mars will be conjunct at the time of the full moon. Yes. Venus being the ruler in Virgo. Mm -hmm. Venus being the ruler of Libra and Mars being the ruler of Aries. Again, we're just seeing this Libra, Aries, masculine, feminine polarity.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So what do you think with this Jupiter Uranus? What do you think is coming up? <laughs>
0: I know, right? I don't dare guess. I, it feel, I mean, it feels a lot like all the political to me. I mean, yeah, I can't of course. Me to separate, especially because of, of course the discord happening and all of the, um, of course we're, we're in such heated time. So that's what I'm really thinking about. I'm like, wow, what's going to be,
1: We really are.
0: I mean, when we see the, the news with, you know, everything that's happening with North Korea and obviously, all Oh, it's crazy. Earthquakes, earthquakes, that feels to me.
1: Earthquakes, cool. volcanoes,
0: hurricanes. I mean, <laughs> that's Iranian to me, like the earthquake energy, like where is it going to. Absolutely.
1: Start um, when, if we come back to the theme of balance, right. And uh, we are in a Virgo new moon cycle. So what's been coming to me very clearly and I feel is hopefully going to come through by the full moon in a way that it penetrates all our consciousness is that there's work to be done and we can't be waiting for the government (laughs) to be doing it. I mean, there's there's humanitarian work to be done and you don't have to, like, it can be overwhelming, but you don't have to be, think big, like, start where you are, you know, any way that you can help and give volunteers some of your time, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to be of service, that's a good point with all the Virgo energy and especially with Mars and Venus converging in Virgo on that Aries full moon, like, So if we have different mandates of all the different, because it's a lot of different planetary energies asking for different, you know, calling for different things from us. Exactly. The Aries is a- It's all of
1: your relationships, right? right? It's It's not, not, we get so focused on, you know, the love and the romantic relationships or our very interpersonal relationships, which is natural, but, and you will see, depending on where it is playing out in your chart, you're going to see those relationships heightened. But I think it's, it's if the Venus-Mars conjunction is in Virgo, Virgo, like you said, is it's of being of service. So it's the part where your ego is not invested in what you're giving.
0: Yes, right. The ego is not invested. And, but it's interesting at the same time where Aries is such an ego-driven energy. So if we are having a full moon in Aries and we're trying to balance Libra Aries, it's an interesting prospect to think, okay, so... And especially if you think about Virgo being in a very difficult relationship with Aries, it's an inconjunct. So it's one of the most challenging relationships, bringing those, yes. things, you know, like the ego, 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 me, me, me centricity of Aries, but also the right. imperative for individuation. That's the higher level of Aries.
1: Um, Absolutely. In common- I mean, also this full moon is conjunct, the uh, rather enditia, which is a hidden quote-unquote aspect the full moon. So there's something that's happening very, you know, un- behind, under the surface as well in this full moon. So there's an external aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And there's something that's happening behind the scenes. I don't even know how else to put that really. Well,
0: that, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Like there's something with um, also like the, the in conjunct between Aries and Virgo, that it's such an uncomfortable aspect that I'm wondering how, you know, it's an enemy pattern. So it's like how, how what how are these two going to come together like in other words the part so if we're thinking about mars and venus both being driven by the virgo energies of service right. and
1: maybe it's about not being your own worst enemy
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a good that's a good interpretation um not being your own worst enemy maybe um,
1: that's just well, what came through like, but
0: been, like also doing like I think what you were saying too, about doing the work, like, yeah. it, you know, going, going to battle, but not losing the humility or not losing the humble absolutely energy of Virgo that is absolutely. devoted to the, the wisdom because otherwise it can just be sort of this Aries without that humbling can be a little bit, you know, out of bounds.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, but I think what's happening now is going to humble you. You, it, we're all being deeply humble we, we're we we're we are being humble you know and to if you it's like the, the the more you need the humility the more you're going to be shocked by what happens you know so the yeah, more back, you are humble to be, begin with there can be then a sense of expansion and liberation and feeling useful yes
0: yes because exactly.
1: when you're giving to another you're not really uh, Venus and Mars are conjunct. So what what is that telling you? It's like when you're giving and then the full moon in Aries opposite the sun in Libra. So this it's, you're not giving to another. The relationship you're having with another is not really with another. It's with yourself.
0: Yes. yes. So
1: it's It's seeing the self as the, yeah.
0: Yourself. Yes.
1: So seeing yourself in the other and the other in yourself, it's, it's realizing how connected we are and yes, you know, what we're talking about, just doing the work, there's work to be done on just social surface.
0: Yes, absolutely. And also, um, i you know, you just had me thinking about the idea between um, the air, like the in relationships, like, the, like, if you use the model of the relationship to yourself first and foremost, like, you can't right. want, like, that's the limit of the, the kind of relationship you're going to have with anyone else, even your relationship Correct. to the world, to politics, to absolutely America, like, and everything really of that it's like the way it loops back on itself. It's like, that's the reminder, like that's behind everything. And that's the quality of whatever we're putting out there before we can even, since Virgo's assigned, exactly, before we can get into a relationship that's. The
1: foundation right right and we were talking about this earlier but maybe we should mention that it's interesting this venus mars conjunction is the first conjunction of venus and mars in two years so the last time venus and mars were conjunct were in 2015 we had three conjunctions in 2015 uh, in aries leo and then the final one was in virgo it was on the 3rd of november 2015 that's right And Saturn had just entered Sagittarius. Yes. Now, two years later, right. And they're making conjunction again. So two, three things came to mind, which I was sharing with Shireen and I'm going to share with you. One is something is needed healing over these two years. Yes. So that's happening. With the Saturn beginning and ending transit and bookending this, you know, these two transits, it also feels like, okay, something, it's like, it's a wrap. You know, you're, you're coming full circle. You're, you've learned the lesson. Now you embody it. You take it in, you know, and you make healthier choices because Libra is also all about choices. Right. So whatever you've learned, it was a necessary part of the journey, Saturn's and Sagittarius. And now you, you embody that as you move forward. And then, you know, Virgo is a barren sign. So it might have even felt like a dry spell in some area of your life, yeah. you know? Yep. That was another thing that came through to me. But it would be interesting to look back to see what was going on then and, you know, how you're moving forward from that now.
0: Well, very, yeah. And it, it's, it's definitely a time of wrapping up very deep relationship lessons and lessons yes. about where diplomacy serves us and where it fails. And obviously we're seeing right when when there is not when libra is not taken into equation like we're seeing in some of our political fiascos right when there's a lack of of libra uh, oh my god what happens when there's lack of justice um or consideration for the other without that it's you know it's just like a rampage of ego which it's interesting that goes back to like we it's funny we're kind of all over the place with this because we have Mars opposite Neptune as we're making this recording so
1: yeah yeah and it's a little <laughs> like
0: we're in the ocean of
1: ideas here but I, I know as you're as you're speaking I'm like floating away on like oh yeah this could happen <laughs> so know, yeah thank you for saying it's
0: that so hard to articulate anything it's like it's it's so it's like there's so many ideas just like
1: because everything that you say is bringing up you know, so many more revelations here. Right. So thank you guys for, hopefully you, you guys are staying with us. We'll, we'll refocus.
0: We're just going to have the reputation of when we come together, it's going to be some kind of experimentation and mercury.
1: But that's actually the magic of it. If you ask me, because, you know, things come up that we never expected. And it, you know, we have revelations and I we go with the flow, it's all good.
0: No, I love it. I love it um and but i was what was i gonna say now
1: oh no you were talking about the diplomacy and the lack of libra and yeah, so you know, as far as lack of libra it's really really unbalanced energy is what they're what's going on
0: you know yeah, very very unbalanced and and very self-centered i mean it's, it's like very self-centered the when the ego takes over when we have this like i was i was going to try to loop this back to the yeah the, what we where we started in this podcast which was talking about the nine nights of the goddess Durga and her defeat over the demons. And I'm, I'm thinking about, and also, you know, it's Jewish new year. So it's also this time of like going through and, you know, deep time of like looking at how we can right our wrongs, you know, with others.
1: Right. Right.
0: um, But so I was just thinking about this in terms of the, so what are the, what are these negatives that are getting purged right now from Exactly.
1: Exactly. I mean, and look, this, so this, the nine, the Navratri, the nine nights of Dutta, you know, there is, in, in Dharma Hinduism. they have four sets of nine nights in the year. Yeah. This particular that. one is the most famous one. Famous as in, yeah, most, you know. The
0: most celebrated, right? This is the one. This most
1: celebrated. Okay. Yeah, I shouldn't say famous is the wrong word, but most celebrated one or most no, well-known, it's, known. it's the one widely, one. yeah, most widely celebrated, okay. right? Yeah. But do you it, what is, so those are the nine chakras. So mm-hmm. it, at this time, look, we're, what, why is Virgo a barren sign, considered a barren sign? I was thinking about that. And then you look at it, if we're looking in terms of polarities, again, every sign is, it's part of an axis. Yeah. So you have the Virgo-Pisces axis. If Pisces is the sign that represents Cosmic Consciousness and all that is Yeah It's other extreme, Virgo is a barren sign But Virgo is An earth sign, it represents The human nervous system, the body So Without Pisces Which is the spirit or consciousness That, you know Divine life force that flows through us The body is just flesh and bones
0: Hmm.
1: And What you know, we're moving past Virgo is also the sign that represents Dharma or your duty, right? Yes. So, but it's moving beyond the ego. So it's, it's recognizing that we're just vessels. That's what Virgo is. It's a vessel for spirit. Mm-hmm. And we're not the doers. We think we're doing this, but we're not. So even the Navratri that's celebrated, it's a process that's already happening within us. The best we can do is you know, be more conscious of the process yes. where we're more conscious of our darkness and our, you know mm-hmm. shadow
0: yeah so yeah. we can
1: bring not, it into balance
0: i mean it's a big time of like purging the shadow, like really bringing the shadow co- to consciousness, because let's not forget, right. as we mentioned, and then got off track again, we were talking about yeah. Pluto is also coming out of retrograde this week.
1: Right. And I mean, that's major. That, and that happens, what, hours after the Jupiter-Uranus uh, opposition? So that's, it's life-changing. Yes. To say the I mean,
0: least. We're feeling that already, obviously. I think we can feel the, the, sh- the shift. of Yeah
1: it's the end of an era
0: in, Pluto being I mean, in the middle of the sign the constellation you know it's he's changing directions
1: right right
0: we're really so like, i feel like we're in the middle of that really deep messy transformation of the capricorn it, collective unconscious which is all the you know the the devil archetype basically in our collective
1: right so and dimensions. and and now Jupiter's going to end up, soon after all of this goes down Ooh, yeah Jupiter is going to train, enter Scorpio on the 6th of October,
0: Yes.
1: right? No, 6th is the full moon, sorry, on the 10th. It's the
0: 10th, yeah, the 10th. It's
1: the 10th, 10th. Yeah, 10th. 6th is the full moon on the yeah, 10th.
0: Another strong Mars theme. So we've got the Mars-driven full moon in Aries, then we've got the Mars-Venus conjunction, and then we have Jupiter, right. mars a sign, and then we're going to have, on the 22nd, the sun will move into Scorpio. So we're having strong Mars energy. And Mars is going to score Saturn next month also.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. That's, I mean, that, that, well, we've had Mercury's about to square Saturn. So it would be helpful to pay attention to what's happening now. Because right now, look, Mercury, Venus, Mars are all in Virgo. The sun has just moved out of Virgo and we're in this Virgo new moon cycle. Yeah. So Mercury, Mars, Venus are trailing in the footsteps of the sun. And what's happening is a process.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a, it's a continuing process. And there's a lot that I think is unknown, but it's trusting that the steps, next steps will be revealed, next steps Mm -hmm. will be revealed. And we can't be too stuck on a plan because with Mm -hmm. the Jupiter Uranus, it seems like we have more options than we think, you know, any planet, when it leaves a sign, especially an outer planet will leave you with a gift or something.
0: That's right. Well, and there's so So, many Planet, I mean Jupiter leaving Libra, and then after that Saturn leaving Sagittarius.
1: Right. I mean, I, I, it's a big year. It's a big big year end even. Yeah. But sorry, not uh, not to jump, but just coming back to the Jupiter and Libra since you know, the full moon will be in Aries, but the Sun is still in Libra at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got about four days before Jupiter changes signs. On the 10th, to Scorpio. But I would say that the next few weeks, you know, and we really are, it's really important that we look at this Libra energy and balance, find balance in our relationships as well. I mean, of course it's within and then it'll translate out into your relationships, but it's going to mean choices.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because when Libra is about choices and when then Jupiter enters Scorpio, it's about going deeper or going home, right? What was that you said?
0: (laughs) Go deeper, go home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's Jupiter and Scorpio's motto.
1: You can't sit on the fence anymore.
0: Right, but I feel we have to really be ready to do, I mean, I always say this, I think I I just use any excuse to say that we always have to be ready to do shadow work. (laughs) Of course, of course. we've been in, you know, since 2008, trying to do collective shadow work with Pluto and Capricorn. But now... Jupiter coming into Scorpio I feel that's also now we're going to also be in this uh, interesting it's like the Pluto well it's not as intense as when we had that mutual reception between Pluto and Saturn but I'm just thinking about we're gonna I'm just thinking yeah so Saturn both being in Capricorn I mean I'm jumping a little ahead because I'm just thinking about that for 2018 and then Jupiter yeah and Jupiter, like two intense shadow energies I, I th- always think of Capricorn and Scorpio as being like two of the darker shadow energies, and then of course, Pluto-Saturn also bringing up shadow.
1: Pluto-Saturn also. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, we are jumping ahead a little bit, but Jupiter will enter Scorpio. Uranus is going to enter Taurus next year. I <laughs> mean, ahead. we're ahead. really jumping. <laughs> now I'm really jumping ahead.
0: Yeah, let's just go. And
1: but and but no,
0: okay, yeah. but this it's is the transition. Hard. Yeah, This is the transition. Well, it's a big deal to wrap up these cycles because they're very intense cycles. I mean, wrapping up Uranus and Aries is another huge one, for sure. It's the Jupiter-Uranus opposite. Right. Yeah.
1: And I think that, I mean, you know, that Jupiter is all about the big picture. So it, when you're making these choices, you have to, what's happening now is going to have, they are life-changing choices. They are, it's, it's, it's a fork in the road, in a sense. hmm and you're going to have to be really honest with yourself yeah. through all of this. Like really, really honest with yourself about what you want. And if you're not clear on that, get clear on that first. Because yes. these choices are going to stick, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. And, it, you know, if, it does feel like the next cycle is about deepening. I mean, moving from... Right cardinal energies back into like, I mean, even moving from Libra to Scorpio and moving from Aries to Taurus with the Uranus, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Jupiter moving from Libra to Scorpio. Ah,
1: another thought that I just had on, based on what you're saying, which is, you know, it's about when it comes to relationships, well, again and again, find the balance within first, but it's about equal relationships because otherwise you're going to get Jupiter in Scorpio and then you're going to get into a power struggle. Right So it's finding that equality, finding your authenticity, finding who you are and finding that balance within yourself, because otherwise Jupiter and Scorpio is going to be a tug of war,
0: mm-hmm. you know, that's a good so, point. yeah, it can get into power struggles. Yeah. If, if the balance isn't there. now if the balance is there, the Jupiter and Scorpio, especially because Jupiter is bringing the wisdom of Scorpio, I feel like the next level we would say right the teaching would be once you have found that meeting place of like honoring you know the two the individuals the aries polarity this full moon and aries like the the individuality coming together in the relationship like so honoring that that the otherness of the other the more right we, the more we can honor that that will allow us then to deepen go into scorpio right in the intimate connection which is know right like work that's supposed to happen scorpio rules sex for a reason but it's like when you go into that deep sexual intimacy and connection look at all the work that's supposed to come before that
1: right exactly
0: level so exactly before you can actually have real emotional intimacy which is really what Scorpio's about
1: exactly i mean and uh, th- that's 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 exactly it because everything especially with the full moon and everything that's coming up, it's like like anything that bothers you about someone else is really, you've got to look within
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because
1: it's do the work within because it it may sound idealistic, but ultimately it is about self-realization. So, and having that unconditional love, which need not mean unconditional giving, it's good to have boundaries. Yeah. But to be able to have that un- unconditional love for someone means you love, you know, nothing they do incites a negative emotion within you. Right. That's a really hard place to reach, but, you know, that's the work. Yes. That's, that's part it. of the work. Mm hmm. So,
0: the deep part of the work, absolutely.
1: So the Venus-Mars conjunction in Virgo at the time of the full moon is just showing you where you need healing, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, so
1: you can find, you can have more balanced and equal and loving relationships with the people you love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful note to end on. Um, Just because I I have time with the recording.
1: Yes, yes, Uh, yes.
0: Part of our tech challenge here. But hopefully
1: Uh, this was helpful.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. No. Any, any like last thoughts you want to say?
1: Uh, You go, you go first.
0: <laughs> I, I would just say that. Yeah. I, I think this emphasizing, you know, underscoring this theme about doing, you know, how the, the work with ourselves, the humbling, the the depth work, the shadow work, how all of that will serve and support our relationships, which in turn will serve and support the next. Yes. That we're going into to, in order to go deeper and to yes and to serve the battles that we have to fight like we're all in, we're like right in the midst i mean here we are doing this podcast right in the midst of the battle like literally we're right we're right in the midst of the night. We're recording <laughs> we're right in the midst of the night yeah so i feel like that's a right. metaphor for how we're all right in the midst of a deep battle that's going on we could say on the personal levels and all of our one-to-one relationships on the collective level, it's between right like projected otherness and shadow issues that are unresolved in the collective psyche that we're seeing now yeah, as world problems.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, now that you're saying that I do have a last note to add, which is it comes back to, you know, any relationship you have and it doesn't have to be a personal one, you know, even the people you meet, every interaction you have, it's meaningful. It yes. is. Yep. And when relationships come together, it's going to be a lot about coming together for something that the sum of you something that this where the sum of you can achieve something greater than what two people could individually
0: yeah
1: not that they're you know each person is complete and whole in themselves but Mm -hmm. the sum of you coming together can create something bigger it's about a bigger cause than just you yeah so I think that needs to be the focus as well you know, what are we serving? As you said, what are we serving? What's this in support of? What's this in service of? Yeah. You know, keep asking those questions and be very honest with yourself. I mean, transparency with others, with the opposition to Neptune, but it starts with, you know, being in no denial with yourself.
0: Yes. That's a beautiful note to end on. I love Okay. It. Trust that, you know, we're all like kind of swimming in the unknown, like you said, and just to...
1: And if the if the scales are swinging too wildly, you know, don't try to force something into balance That's a good right one. now, yes. you know, give it breathing room, mm-hmm. cool down because the sun's in Aries, things might get heated. Sorry, the moon's in Aries, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're building up to that. Keep it cool. are really feeling that. Yeah. Keep a cool head. That's a very good. Keep a cool head. Very <laughs> good now yeah
1: when, when you're cool and I'm, I'm saying this because i have venus and mars conjunct in aries so right. you lose it when you lose your cool you lose the battle <laughs> take it from me
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: then you're your own worst enemy but
0: oh yeah anyway impulse control yeah it's very different. absolutely during aries moon, impulse control is essential
1: Oh, and the last thing I will say, which is, you know, that's that anger, right? Emotions, Moon and Aries, anger. So, yes, anger can be an effective emotion, and but it just you can't act when you're feeling when you're in that state of anger. You have to come back to balance before you make a choice that serves your purpose. Yes. Rather than that impulsive, oh, I'm gonna go do this.
0: This is the count to ten, Moon.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Go for a walk, full moon. Come back to it, full moon. Or as I say, yes. not, as I try to say with my dog before he goes on like a attack spree, like when you know how the the training, the training.
1: Heartful. <laughs> leave it. Oh.
0: That should be the full moon. Aries, like,
1: oh my heartful, I miss heartful. Leave it. leave it. <laughs> leave it. <laughs> I'm gonna think of you and laugh. <laughs> Give him a big kiss from me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but always lovely talking to you, Shireen. I know we're running out of time, Thank you so, so, so.
0: Much for all the wonderful insights, yes,
1: yes, likewise, likewise, yeah, a lot to think about. In India, yes, absolutely. I am in India, everyone. Oh, and by the way, if anyone needs to find me, I'm at cosmicdiaries.com. Yes, Priya probably. at Cosmic Diaries Again, Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, great.
1: Okay, perfect. Thank you, Shireen. Thank, Thank you, everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Bye. I'll talk to you soon.